Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Thursday Night Football Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and with me again tonight, back to back, oh my goodness, back to back, is Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? What's up, Home Slice? This uh, this this hurricane has got me back on the, it's got me back on the podcast shit. You know, <laughs> it's it's forced you to not work <laughs> and. Forced you to just have time to yourself, and you're like, might as well record. Why not? <laughs> I put I put two hours into my rankings today, dude. Like I, I am fucking gonna be ready. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you made like eight trades. I'm trying, man. I've been just, trying. <laughs> I know. I got a bunch of offers from you. You made two trades with Wade, and you guys hate each other. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know, he we're both like he got knee surgery. I'm 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 in depression right now. So we're like we're on the same page. We'll just say fuck it. Let's just do it. They only live once. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I'm not right. really depressed, guys. It's just a hurricane thing. If you don't know, I, I, I'm i in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's just hoping his house is going to be okay when he gets back. So, um, fingers crossed. I think everything will be okay, Armando. Um, you know, maybe. Maybe. I just want to say this. Joe Flacco threw interception. So, if you listen to me last episode, you, didn't, you did not start Joe Flacco, the streaming quarterback. It's been one, one possession. Two possessions. It's a, you know Thursday night football. I'm just saying, it's been one possession. All right, he could be he could be fine. He's one for four. It was a horrible throw, but it's been one possession. Yeah, can't blame him. Can't blame him yet. And I said streaming quarterback. He's available in like 95 percent of leagues. Like, I hate the guy too, man. I just thought you could pick him up and play oh, him. Why, why do you hate him? I, I just hate him because. He went to McDonald's the day after he won the Super Bowl. He has that, like... I, I hate him because I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks to ever win a Super Bowl. And I, for a period of time, there were people... And there's people still to this day, they're like, Joe Flacco, the elite quarterback for the Baltimore... And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. Mm-hmm. No. I think Ryan Tannehill is better than Joe Flacco at his peak. I think Joe Flacco is one of the bottom three quarterbacks starting in the NFL. I don't disagree with that. I mean, he's he's great. Like he's good. Like he doesn't lose games, but he, I guess he's good enough to win you a championship. But he's not like consistently like. I yeah, but Nick Foles is good enough to win you a championship. Peyton Manning with no arm is good enough to win you a championship. True. People rely this say so much about the quarterback when it's a team game. You you forget that. Obviously, if you have an elite, amazing quarterback, you can pretty much. That, that can pretty much account for four or five wins in your season if you have a Aaron Rodgers-type quarterback that can completely change all the people around him. Joe Flacco has never and will never be that player. Um, but whatever. I'm not saying anything ridiculous. No, you're not. <sighs> um, before we get into the games of the week, 
Uh, do you want to go over just a couple pieces of news? I don't think there's very much. I think the biggest one is Sony Michelle yeah. is practicing, and there's yeah. a possible he'll play. So that's pretty pretty good news. Yeah. That's good news. Um, we'll see what happens this week. It seems like uh, Rex Burkhead. I mean, he practiced in a limited capacity as well, so he might be back on the field too. So I just want to say this: if a player, just so everyone knows, if a player is practicing, that does not mean he's passed the concussion protocol. He still might miss the game. He still has right. to pass the test. So I mean, it is a good sign yeah. that he's practicing. But until he's cleared, he's not going to play, if that makes sense. So Rex Burkhead is still in the concussion protocol. He is practicing. That's a good sign. But until they say he's cleared to the concussion protocol, assume the worst. I'm sorry. Uh, I get so distracted because we get a lot of messages in our ESF uh, writers <laughs> group. And Clayton just put like a trade offer. 20-team standard league. I give up this and I get this. And like he just put that question out. Like, it was just a normal question. And then Dale gave the very appropriate response. You're in a 20-team league, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> that would make me uncomfortable, man. That's a lot. Oh. Like, what do you do if your quarterback gets hurt? Because everybody's carrying two in that league as as much as you possibly can. You got a bye week or your quarterback gets hurt. You're screwed. Mm, poor kid. Too deep of a league. Anyways, <clears throat> let's move on. Let's I'm move sorry. On. So uh, any other piece of news? Not really, right? It's just that's been the, kind of a... Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, Marquise Goodwin is still limited and pri- sidelined on Thursday. I mean, if he's out, Pettis gets a bump. Uh, they're saying he's going to get a lot of work if, if Goodwin's out. I think if Pettis is a starter, I think he's a good wide receiver, too. Okay. I would you agree you disagree with that? Uh I don't think he's ready for that just yet. I think it's it's going to be so inconsistent. Like let's say Marquise Goodwin was to miss 5 games. You'd get one, maybe two good games out of Pettis, but I think more often than not you're going to get a bad game. Right. But this week in particular, if Goodwin is out, he's playing, I mean, I guess we're we're going a little into our into our preview, but they're playing the Lions. Like I feel pretty good about right. Pettis this week. Like, and okay. you start your you're going to start your Forty ers and Pettis I think is a you know a low end wide receiver too with some upside. Okay, this week, fair enough. Alone. All right. So, bef- what Armando just alluded to is kind of a little bit what we're going to be talking about over the next two episodes. We're going to be previewing the next set of games, and hopefully, as we get into a rhythm this season, you'll understand kind of where we're going here, but. We're going to preview all of the early games now, so everything through 1 o'clock. And then on the next episode, which should be a little bit shorter than this one, we'll preview all of the later games, so 4 o'clock and on, including Sunday night football and Monday night. So let's start right off the bat, Armando. Carolina at Atlanta. Greg Olson is out for a prolonged period of time. That dude's not playing this year. Um they're saying he's out for a month i mean okay it's gonna be longer before we move on like greg olson what are you doing like i haven't been one league right now i picked up tyler eifert i'm still rostering greg olson because of the month Uh, it's only four games he's too good he's top five you know when he plays i'm holding i feel like i need to hold on to him do you disagree um i think there's okay so i say he's not gonna play he'll be back by the end of the season but it's never a good sign when you refracture. Okay, that's not a good thing. Bone, <laughs> bone is supposed to heal as strong as, if not stronger, 
if you've let it fully heal. And that's a problem when you refracture the same foot in the same location. Um, that might linger, dude. Like it really might. But um, if I'm t- if I'm looking at what you could do, I mean, just pick up some of these widely available tight ends that might be successful for a few weeks. Uh, so, guy like Will Disley, for example. Yeah, I like uh, George Kittle is probably a really good option. Kittle, I'm gonna tell you the guy's available in my league, and you tell me if he's like like these. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, so okay. Ben Watson, Charles Clay, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Like those are a top three guy. Gates, Cameron Bray, um, Johnu Smith. Can you, I mean, can you slow down? Uh, ASJ sounds okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, how did how did he do in week one? He got like like thirty yards, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't great. But is do I do I gamble and just drop Greg Olson? Like that's that's the question. Like with those options available, you don't have a reserve spot in that league. No, no, no. Right now, I picked up Tyler Eifert. And I'm going. I'm rolling with him for the time being. RSJ is gone, so I didn't go with him. Um. I would rather have Tyler Eifert than Austin Safari Jenkins. Uh, RSJ, uh, uh, Ronald, uh, the guy, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say his name, I'm going to get it wrong, but Rookie Seals Jones, right? Is that it? Yeah. I would also rather have Tyler Eifert than Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah. Um, so I think you just roll with Tyler Eifert for right now um, and wait to see what the, the time frame comes out to be for, for, uh, for Olsen. Yeah. All right. Uh, couple of impact things we want to talk about. Cam Newton, five straight games with under 200 passing yards against the Falcons. That doesn't bode well. On the other side, though, Devin Funches, which you mentioned to me that you kind of like Devin Funches this week, mm. especially with Olsen out. Yep. Here's something to back that up. He's averaged in the five games that Olsen, in the last five games that Greg Olsen's been out, eight targets, 81 receiving yards, four touchdowns. And just to amplify that a little more, last game, week one, before Olsen was out, Devin Funches did not have a reception. He had a target, no receptions. When Olsen went out, he went over to, what, five receptions for 40 yards? I mean, clearly as soon as he went down, it, it was fantastic. Yep. I mean, it's, I don't want to see that happen to Greg Olsen, but still, like, it kind of sucks. Like, that's good news for Funches. If you're a Funches owner, like, that's fucking great. <laughs> I'm saying uh, that's a little weird. Uh, I, I'm, you get a little too happy about that. Look, I, I, I went all in on Funches this year. I ranked him really high compared to other people because of I was worried about Greg Olson. Um, so right now it's paying dividends. I just, you know. Okay. <laughs> all right, so moving on to Atlanta. Atlanta lost a two, they lost a two best players on defense, Canoe and Deion Jones. So I think that's kind of that's going to help Cam Newton, in my opinion. I think he's going to be able to run, be able to pass a lot easier. So that's really good news. Um, and Atlanta does not have anyone quick enough to cover Julio Jones. Julio Jones is going to ball out again. I think he's going to have a huge bounce back year compared to last year. He was awful last year, and he's already off to a pretty hot start. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan playing in the Dome. You like him there. Um Last five home games, he's had 300 yards in four of the five. So I like that for Matt Ryan in the Dome. This should be definitely a much better game for the Atlanta offense as as a whole. Keep track of Devonta Freeman because he has not practiced yet. It's not looking great for Sunday. If he does not play, obviously, Tevin Coleman gets a huge bump up. Um yeah, Tevin Coleman's must start if Devontae Freeman's out. He's going to get all the work. Um, I just want to note that Joe Mixon went down with a knee injury. His return is Oof. probable, but 
That's not good. No. Oh, probable. Okay. That's what it says right now, but still, he went down with a knee injury. That's that's All bad. Right. If anything, I mean, if it's probable, that's a good sign, but we'll keep you posted. Um, as always, if you want to stay up to date with latest news, if there's anything serious by the time this episode comes out, um, you could check it out on our Twitter timeline at EatSleepFF. Follow us there. Um, <clears throat> all right. So next next game, Armando. The next game we are going to talk about is Chargers and Bills. How do I, do, I feel like we should just glance over this one. Um, do you guys remember last year when Nathan Petterman went in and he threw what, five interceptions in the first half? It's going to be a complete yes. repeat with Josh Allen. I, maybe, maybe not five, but six. Like that's just my prediction. Really? It's he's he's good, but he's not. The Chargers. Josh Allen is right now a better NFL quarterback than Nathan Peterman by he's, far. Oh yes, absolutely. But he's not. He's not a problem. Ton. Is he's not the good. Bills have a bad O line? Yeah, no receivers. And that's what. No receivers and a rookie quarterback starting. So Joey Bosa is questionable. He's still dealing it's with. It's a good game to play the Bills, the Chargers defense. Oh right? my god, yeah! After last week, I think they ended up with like minus four in most games in most uh, formats. So I think if you can buy low on Chargers or if he, they're like on the wire, you start them this week. Like they're gonna go plus. I mean, the Ravens got what plus seventeen last week in my formats. Like, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. Um, I think the only Bills we can really start maybe not comfortably is LaShawn McCoy. I mean, everyone had him ranked as a running back too. I had him ranked as a low in RB1. I still feel pretty shitty about that. I think I regret it at the point at this point. <laughs> but we'll see what Josh Allen does. I mean, he is more mobile than Nathan Petterman, so that will help LaShawn McCoy. Uh, so hopefully that improves. But last game, like I, I lost a lot of hope after last week <laughs> on LaShawn McCoy. Gotcha. Okay. Um... I, I agree. He's probably a low-end RB2. I'm not hyped about LaShawn McCoy this week. Um, and there's really not much else. Chargers, um, you start you start your Chargers in this game, too. Like, there's really, I mean, feel comfortable with that side of the ball. So, yeah. let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. Vikings at Packers. Wait, 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 wait. Who, are you, who are you picking? We haven't talked. I want to know who you're picking. You're picking Atlanta or Carolina? Um, I have Carolina. In that game. Yeah, I think I have Carolina as well, and I obviously both have the Chargers. Um, wait, and a last question. Mike Williams, how are you feeling about him? I, I just want to know your actual thoughts. I don't know if we ever dive deep into him. For the season or for this game? For this game, I think he's a must-start. And for the season, yeah. I think he's like, what, a wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two? And, uh, upside? I think he has the potential to be a wide receiver two, but an inconsistent one. Yeah, I think the mat is going to be really Because there's that. a pecking order in that team. That's why. Yeah. I think I don't think he's going to get a repeat of last week with what five receptions for eighty yards. I mean they they were pulling from behind. I think this game they're playing from ahead. I think it's going to be a lot of Eckler and Gordon uh, this game. I have on my pick'em. I picked the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I think I picked them as well. I don't remember, but right now my gut tells me the Carolina, especially with Freeman being out. All right, go ahead introduce the next game. It's the Vikings and. Packers, Packers, Vikings, and the Packers. I I'm uh, excited about this game. I think it's going to be a good game. So long as Aaron Rodgers plays, that's something you got to keep an eye out for because there's some mixed reports going on there. I oh, know. Yeah, um, and Rodgers hasn't been great against the Vikings defense. Nobody has. They've been great as of late. But I I want to talk about a player that could have another big impact game 
and that's Randall Cobb, right? Yeah. Xavier Rhodes, the great corner for the Vikings, is going to be probably shadowing a lot of Devontae Adams this game. So Cobb's going to get the lesser coverage, probably Alexander. So I think he might be in for a good game this game. Yeah, and uh, Allison as well. I mean, I think, what's his name, Geronimo? Geronimo. Geronimo yep. Allison, yep. <laughs> I think they're both going to be fine. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about Devontae Adams. I think he's going to have – I think he might be a buy-low candidate after this week. He didn't have a great week last week, and I think it will repeat this week. But he's going to be fine for the rest of the season. Just matchups are tough. Uh, even though last week Latavius Murray had uh, double-digit carries, Dalvin Cook still played 80% of the snaps. And so he also had seven targets on top of that. Packers have given up uh, – they gave up 5.4 yards per carry last week to the Bears. So I think we might be in for a good Dalvin Cook game. Top 10 running back for me. Yeah. Adam Thielen, I can't, he was targeted 12 times. I don't – for some reason, I do not like him. I know you and Dale are really high on him, but I just don't I'm see in it. in the middle on him. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I mean, especially this week, um, he's going to be covered by Jer Alexander. So he should get the same amount of targets, but he's a must-start. Uh, wide receiver one, low-end wide receiver one, high enough wide receiver Normally, two. I get on your case for bad pronunciations. Um, Jair is a hard one, so I'm not going to get on your case for that one. I don't even know how to say it right. We call him Jay. Let's call him Jay. Jay Alexander. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, Adam, right. Dix is going to be fine, too. Browns at Saints, man. Who we got here? Oh, who do you have in the Vikings-Packers game? Um, if, pa- if obviously, if Rodgers is playing, I'm taking the Packers because um, they're at the Packers, and you saw what he can do. Um, What's going on here? Why didn't my my picks lock in? It doesn't. It says that I didn't have the the Bengals locked in. Uh oh, that's some bull crap. Oh, by the way, uh, AJ Green uh, scored another touchdown. Two receptions, two touchdowns. That's annoying. Right. I definitely had them picked, by the way. That sucks. That is that does suck. My pick for the for that game, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Really? Yeah. And I have the Minnesota Vikings um winning by more than seven points. Whoa. Are you so are you serious right now? Yes, sir. All right. All right. <laughs> so Cleveland Browns, New Orleans Saints. Uh, this is going to be a fun game, man. Oh, I think man. there's going to be a lot of points again in this game. Uh, Jarvis Landry on the one side of the ball, I think, has an opportunity to be highly targeted again. Even with the return of Josh Gordon, Landry played 75% of his snaps last week out of the slots. That's where he succeeds, and that's where I hope to see him again this week. He avoids Lattimore if he does that, and he should have a nice game. Yeah, but if he's avoiding Lattimore, that means he's going to Josh Gordon's be covered by Lattimore. So mm-hmm. right now I have Jarvis Landry ranked higher. I think I have Landry at 13 and Gordon at 14. That's a lot higher than most rankers. I think their Landry is probably closer to 16 and Gordon's all the way down to 30. But I think it has to be a shootout. I mean, if the Browns want to beat the Saints, they have to be scoring a lot of points, getting a lot of yardage through the air. So I think they have to they have to be throwing a lot. Yeah. Okay. On the other side, man, what what do you uh, what do you got for us on the other side with the Saints? Well, I mean, everyone's a must start. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. He's gonna be co- Michael Thomas will be covered by Calhoun, 
who gave 139 yards to Juju. And I don't think Juju's anything. So Michael Thomas is a wide receiver one. <laughs> I don't think he's anything. Uh, Fuck that guy. He's not anything special, <laughs> dude. Like, come on. <laughs> Michael Thomas is going to be a wide receiver one. I have him ranked number four right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes a wide receiver one. They're going to be tossing the ball all over the place. And I think they're going to try and limit Alva Kamara. He was involved a lot last week. Um, he's probably going to carry the ball a little more and catch a little less, but we'll see. I still have, yeah. I have Alvin Kamara ranked as number one running back this week, though, which I think is a little bold. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's well within the realm of possibility. I don't know if he can do, you know, a, a number one running back two weeks in a row, but it's very possible for him to have another super solid week, and I'll be ranking him right in that range again. So, who do you got in this game? I got the Saints. I. I think I locked in the Saints, but I'm rooting for the Browns. You locked in the Saints. No, I, not as your lock of the week. No, no, just like, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, my lock of the week I think is the Chargers. Not, not an eliminator. Right. Chargers are my eliminator. I lost last week. I picked the Lions to win. Fucking mistake. Bloody mistake. I'm not supposed to say that for it anymore. God damn it. All right, let's move on to the Dolphins and Jets. <laughs> Dolphins and Jets, man. Uh why are you why are you snickering at my team? I'm not snickering at your team. Uh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> this game, this game. Yeah. Moving forward. Let's talk about this game because everybody's kind of shifting like it's going to be Quincy Anunua. It's going to be Quincy Anunua. 47% of the targets last year. Dar don't seem to love the guy. Yeah. More of the same this week, or maybe does he spread the ball out to other receivers? I mean, he has only one catch for Anderson is a little bit worrisome. One catch, and that's one a guy target. that I still believe in. So, look, he's a big play guy. I mean, Kenny Stills had four targets and two touchdowns last week. It's fine. Like, that's the guy you have. I mean, it's if Quincy Anuwa is great for PPR, Anderson is great for standard. I think they're both fine. They're both wide, low end wide receiver two moving forward. Um, Jermaine Curse is coming back, so we'll see how that affects Quincy Nguyen. I don't think it affects Robbie Anderson at all. Um, but, I mean, it was a fluky game as well. I mean, you saw how it went. It was, what, 48-17? to 17? Like, that's not going to repeat. They're going to be in closer games. They're going to need to spread the ball around more to actually win more games. Okay. Um, all right. So. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Miami Dolphins. Mm. I like Kenyon Drake quite a bit. This week, even though the Lions didn't look great against them when their run game, it's the Lions, okay? Kenyon Drake, I think, is going to have a good game. And uh, I think the run game as a whole for the Dolphins will be fine. Maybe a sneaky, uh, deep, deep league play that might score a touchdown. Frank Gore, you heard it here first. Yeah, I think that's a good Coming from me. <laughs> Coming from me. I think it's You know, good. I hate the guy. You hate Frank Gore? Yeah. Why? It's been a long... Uh, Long history. I didn't know that. Are you? Because uh, he's a, the most boring player to watch in the league. Yeah, Given the ball, he's going to get three and a half yards. And by the end of the season, he'll end up with RB2. Not, not this year, because obviously he's 35 years old and he's the second string running back. But for the last four years of his career, he's been the most boring, most consistent guy in the league. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we both agree the Dolphins are going to win this game. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Dolphins are a lot better than the Lions. The Jets. You think you're picking the Jets? No, no, no. You said the Lions. I'm saying the Dolphins are a lot better than the Lions. The, oh, okay, gotcha. No, I'm picking the Dolphins as well. Okay. But we're not in the majority. The Jets are favored in this game. Oh, I know. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that stat line. I was like, ah, you guys fucked up. Yep. Fucked up. 
Um, All right, Chiefs at Steelers. Wait, this is going to be a fun. Okay, can I just want to say this before we move on? I really like Jakeem Grant. Um, with the return of Devontae Parker, when it happens, I think he's going to put a little dent in his season. But Jakeem Grant in Dynasty is definitely worth owning. He looked awesome last week. And Kenny Stills is must start. Sorry. Okay. Do you agree with that? Uh, you know I love Kenny Stills, Ooh. man. Yeah. I I have him ranked as uh, probably a low-end wide receiver, too. And I'm gonna, I feel like that's where he's going to be the rest of the season right now. So, um, okay. What? Right, cool. Tell me. Tell me. No, I just. Is something sexual? I did the. No, man. <laughs> I did the thing that. It's fine. Let's move on. No, tell me. I tell can't. me. What is it? Just tell me. It's okay. No, I want to hear it. This is going to be good. I did. <laughs> I did something off air right now. That is what you usually do to myself. I did it to someone else. What is it? You... Which is basically when I post something in one group chat that I find uh, relevant, entertaining, <laughs> or funny, um, Armando goes ahead and takes that and puts it in another group chat and steals the credit. So I just did that right now, and it, it makes me feel good. It's pretty good, Like right? Now I understand why Armando does it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Such a piece of shit. And Armando doesn't give a shit if I'm in any of the other group chats that he posts it. It's his now. Yep. <laughs> and then when he complains, it's like he's a little bitch for complaining. Exactly. Like you lost automatically. You need to if you're gonna post something, you need to post it to all your chats at once. Exactly. So I hate you. <clears throat> Chiefs and Steelers. This one's going to be a fucking shootout. I should stop saying the F word. I've been saying it way too much today, guys. Way too much. Holy crap, dude. There's kids in the car. I know. We got a couple tweets and angry emails from daddies. Mm. Mm. Daddy. Daddies. Um, That's weird. (laughs) 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 All right. The impact player for this game (laughs) is going to be James Conner. I can't believe he had nine receptions for 102 yards. That is a crap load. Like, that is a crap load. Um, yeah, so I think James Conner is, what, a high-end wide receiver one, a running back one. In PPR, I think he's going to be like two or three for me, um, especially against the Chiefs, who don't have a really good defense whatsoever. I mean, at all. So I think he's a must-start going forward, and if you have him, you should probably trade him after this game because he's going to go off. Um, This is, yeah, like you mentioned, man, it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Um. And I'm very, very high on both the running backs in this game. Uh, can I just say I am not high on Cream Hunt, and I just like he makes me so nervous. He's not really like in this game. It doesn't like every game. Like he's he's sh- he's gonna be such an up and down player. This is gonna be an up week. I hope you're right. I don't own him in any leagues. I just don't. Tr- I don't like that. Like that fact about him. The fact that he was going before Melvin Gordon drafts, where you're getting something consistent from Melvin Gordon, where Mel- Cream Hunt is not consistent. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. I know his games are really good when they're good, and he's good for, like, periods of time, but he's not consistent. I hope you're right. I hope this is, like, he gets on this upward trend, but, like, last week just scared me off. He should have been more involved, considering that they were up so early. Okay. I don't know. I got really in-depth with that. Fair enough. Who you got in this game? Um, Fuck. Uh, shoot. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers at home. I'm, I love Patrick Mahomes. 
okay. my homies. Buccaneers at Eagles. You know, I thought my home, my homie was my thing, but then I heard on on other like everywhere else, and I just like don't want to say it anymore. I don't feel like it's cool. Isn't doesn't that suck? Like you when you feel like maybe you did say it first, but it doesn't matter anymore because now everybody else is saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say AJ Green has three receptions for three touchdowns? That's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Thursday. I mean, I hate Thursday night football. Sorry. Can I just say that uh something was wrong with the pick'em because I clearly picked the Bengals. <sighs> I mean it bothers me because I did so well last week. Yeah. I mean I believe you picked the Bengals. You uh you picked them to win the division. I've been seeing I I well, I did not pick them to win the division. This week? I picked them to finish second in the division. I thought you told me I thought you Whatever. No, I picked them to go over on their win total in Vegas. Oh, you actually put money down? No. Oh. But I told other people to do it. <laughs> I think it's, it was a good bet. I mean, they're, they're looking really good yeah. right now. They're going to be way better this year than they were last year. Are you still picking the win? Divi- like, I think the Bengals might have a chance after this game if they win. They have a chance to win that division. I think they're the second best team in that division. To who? The, pa- the, the Steelers. Patriots, the Steelers. Huh? I mean, they did tie against the Browns. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I think the Bengals uh their their Vegas win total was 6 games, 6 and a half. Yeah. They won 5 last year. I think their Vegas win total was 6 this year. It was either 5 and a half or 6 and a half, so I can't remember. So I'm going to say 6 for right now, and I definitely think they're going to win more than that. At least 8 games in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, 2 and 0 right now, so um, next yeah, game we're well, going to talk about is will be. Oh, wait. How are you feeling about Sammy Watkins before we move on? I, I'm like, if you have him, he's going to be the forgotten man in that. He's offense. Gonna, he, I think he's droppable like easily like, after this game. If he doesn't go off. I feel comfortable dropping him in all leagues in all formats. He'll have he'll have okay weeks, but I just think he is so far down on the list. You have other people to feed, and it just seems like they want to feed Tyree Kill or at least. Maybe there's going to be games that they feature him, and it might be a frustrating offense as a whole because they're going to have players they're going to hone in on and 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 feed and yeah. and that's their game plan. So maybe there's a week where Travis Kelsey's the guy. Maybe there's a week that Hunt's the guy. Maybe there's multiple weeks that Hill's the guy. But it's never going to be just, Sammy Watkins, is what we're saying. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's there's going to be a week where Sammy Watkins is the game plan. Yeah, he's not good enough. He really isn't. Yeah. All right. Um, next, the next game we have is the Buccaneers and the Eagles. I don't know how to feel about this game. You take it off. You go for it. Just lead it. Okay. Buccaneers and Eagles. Um, they're playing in Philly. Fitzpatrick, while looked while he looked great, um, I don't think he's gonna necessarily follow it up again. Yeah, that's what he does. Right, not at the Eagles. And that is exactly what he does. Last seven games where he's had three or more touchdowns, the next game has never been a good game. <laughs> Once out of the seven. Uh, except, Six except of those games, one year. multi-touch, multi-interception, low yardage games. Yeah. Fitzpatrick, as, I mean, he's a backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a low-end starter, high-end backup, right? If you had to rank... All the quarterbacks in the NFL, he's somewhere between 30 and 36. Like, sometimes he's a backup. Sometimes he's worthy of us being a starter. But last week, I think, was an anomaly of, hey, we have all offseason to prep for a team. Right. Um, 
And I don't necessarily think that's going to happen again this week. If we're wrong, um, I feel like it's going to be a conversation if we want to continue, if they're going to keep him as a starter. Right. If they beat the Eagles, I think it's a conversation. He's he's worthy of being a starter in the NFL. Yeah. But yeah. He he's also for many teams uh worthy of being the backup. Yeah. So um I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in a position where they have two lesser quarterbacks and um Yeah, I don't think we'll see what they do. I don't think they have a quarterback of the future on that roster right now. I agree. What about Jay Ajayi, man? Could get a lot of work. Yep. I, I mean, think he's going to see much more work this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, they announced all week that he's going to be the workhorse. That O-line looks great. I mean, with the Foles back there, they love, they're going to run the ball just to keep him upright. I feel like if Jay Ajayi is a low-end running back one, and I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the season he's like a top six running back. He's going to get a lot of goal line work, and there's no one talented behind him. I'll give you one thing. Um I'll give you one thing that I I will put um, as somebody that I'm going to probably have in a lot of daily, probably have um, a lot of exposure to this week. Nelson Aguilar, I think he gets at least, listen to this number, at least 10 catches this week. He's going to get Not 10, 10 targets, 10 catches. He has 10 catches. He's going to have like 60 yards. That's fine, man. All right, I'm playing in DraftKings. Is, That's PPR. Ertz is going to be That's 16 points right there. Ertz is going to be number one tight, a tight end this week. I have to fix okay. my rankings. I believe it. Next game, man. Texans at Titans. No Delaney Walker. Done for the year. Probably there's a good chance done for his career. I don't know about all he, that, dude. He just signed a new contract. You think he's going to come back next year? Yeah, absolutely, dude. All right. No doubt. He All just right. signed a new contract. He's going to be out there. The offense is... Oh, practically... is he 34 or 35? I think he's 34. Hold on a second. Danny Walker. Either way, I, he's going to come back. Um, they did draft a rookie. I don't think he's... He's 34. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's But he's like... He's like a 34-year-old playing in a 29-year-old's body. He didn't... His early career was not a starting tight end. He was playing behind Vernon yeah. Davis in San Francisco. I'm so a 29-year-old. I'd like to play in a... Never mind. Hmm. I don't know where that was going. But the impact player for the Titans this week is going to be Corey Davis. He saw 13 targets last week. Without Delaney Walker, that number should go up. I don't know if he's talented enough to take advantage of it. I know the hype is saying that he is. But last week he did not. Against I don't I don't think the Dolphins are talented on, in the secondary, but he didn't do shit with it. So I if you I'm gonna try something I'm I'm gonna try something new here, Armando. Sure. It's called just uh I, I'm gonna call this a shock plug. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. Just going to randomly stop everything. If you want to check out our daily, our DFS lineups, go to EastleyFantasy.com, main page, $5 lineups for the week, $50 for the whole season, all the way through to the Super Bowl. If you want to subscribe to Eat Nation for the year, starting as low as $5 all the way up, you can subscribe to Eat Nation with the big orange button on the main page. And... You can join our FanDuel contest on that $2 contest. Uh, if you want to join us in a big uh, big group, you can do so right there on our page. Make sure to check out our articles there too. Uh, and that's about it. I just wanted to do that like right in the middle. That was good. That was- Make sure you guys noticed. EasyFantasy.com, guys. I will say that Joe Mixon did return to the game. So um, if anyone did not watch the game, he's back um, and uh, ready to go. So we'll see how he goes. Just wanted to announce that. Okay. Uh, I have a text message from Clayton mm-hmm. that said, Hey man, I'm playing Armando. 
I hope you're still recording so you can give this to Armando for me. And then it's just an emoji of a middle finger <laughs> because you're playing AJ Green against him. Three receptions, three touchdowns for 43 yards. My man, AJ Green. That's fun. It is. Um, I keep looking at my keeper league and thinking I'm going to see AJ Green going off, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I didn't. I don't have him anymore. Did, after after he kept DeAndre Hawkins. Yeah, I was like, oh, I loved. I, sucks, I'm, right? I'm glad I kept him, but still, like, I miss AJ Green on that roster. Like, that was nice, but that's a keeper league. You only keep one. Yeah. So moving on. All right. So with the Texans, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is the guy. Um, he's the back player. He should be shadowed by Malcolm Butler, but DeAndre Hopkins is above him, like tremendously i have no i'm not scared of deandre hopkins i'm starting him he's ranked top three for me will fuller should be returning this week there's a good chance i think that's only going to help deandre hopkins in coverage yep i 100 percent agree i think having fuller out there makes hopkins better and it makes watson better too like i i cannot wait i'm sorry that's what i meant to say makes watson better yeah that's that's i'm sorry that's what i meant to say i don't know if it affects hopkins as much but i think it makes watkins that much better. I mean, if you watch the game, Watson was tossing the ball up. He got intercepted because the guys weren't fast enough. Wolf Fuller is fast enough. He can catch those balls. Like, Wolf Fuller is going to make Watson look so good when he finally returns, at least for the four games that he's going to play because this guy has injury issues. By the way, I'm not going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I'm talking, I fucked up Watson's name like eight times. Because first I called him Hopkins. <laughs> I think I might have called call him Hopkins again. And then I called him Watkins. <laughs> like I merged the names. Don't worry. I, I completely missed yeah. it. And I'm sure That's, the listeners I mean, until now. I'm sorry, guys. It's I, Listen, man. You understood me. I got you, man. Guy out there shaking his fist because he's angry because he thinks he could do this podcast better. One, that's probably true. Um, and you should. But two, what? He, you should. Yeah, you, I'll probably support you. I'll listen. Um, and two, I, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. All right. So, uh, moving forward. Oh, wait, we didn't. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk sorry. about Dion. Lu- I know Dion Lewis and, uh, Derek Henry. Which side are you on on this coin? Uh, I'm standing, I'm standing on the Derek Henry. I'm right going to, I'm going to go again with the Derek Henry side, but I think it didn't feel great, man. The Miami run defense is not that good. It wasn't him, yeah, though, man. Not... It was a weird game. Seven hours, a big dude coming back from, like, a two-hour break. I just I feel like it was just game flow that affected him. I think it's going to be more of a 50-50 split. Derrick Henry is going to get the red zone. Deion Lewis is the PPR guy. All right. Couple, uh, one more game to get here in the early slate. Colts at Redskins. Oh, we haven't picked some of these games. Oh, let's go back. Uh, going back, Buccaneers at Eagles. I got the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Texans at Titans. I got the Titans. I got the Titans. No, I got the Texans. No way. Oof. Yeesh. Why are you taking the Titans? I got the Titans. Why? I saw that the majority is on the Texans, but uh, I did not love how they looked in week one, and they're on the road again in week two. I uh, know. I'm taking the I Texans. think they start the season 0-2 with two road games. Better defense, better offense, better pizza. Papa John's. Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we pick the Chiefs and Steelers? Um. <laughs> we can't just plug Papa John's. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Just randomly plugging somebody that doesn't sponsor us and has been in the media for a lot of faux pas? Mm. That's not a good idea. But look, they give you peppers and they give you like this really nice dipping sauce. Dude, their garlic sauce, their garlic dip that comes with the pizza is 
great. I'll look past the order of pizza right you now. You still go to Chick Fil A, don't you? There's Chick Fil A so far from me. Mm, yeah, I had a I had Boston Market today. Their sides are great. Look, I, when you told me that you went to Boston Market, I was shocked that those things are still open. I mean, they smell delicious when I was six, but I, I have not seen one in years. Eh, the chicken's all right, bro. But those, I mean, that sweet potato, uh, that mac and cheese, mm. that cornbread. Mm. Mm. Um, Chief is so this is what we do now. We plug <laughs> things that aren't even... If you want to be on our show as a sponsor... I mean, actually, we have oh, shit. sponsors Thanks for reminding me. Uh, Patrick, uh, our listener... He sent me out some uh, gift cards. I don't know if oh, I... He sent me some gift cards. I don't know if we are allowed to say this. I'm not going to say anything else than that, but uh, hey, Patrick, if you're listening, I appreciate you, and um, we're going to tweet you out a big thank you, and... Um, Is this something we should say? Shit. Like, okay, let's DM him first. We'll, we'll leave Patrick in there. Nobody else knows anything, but later on, we can give him thanks in a public forum if we're allowed to say it, but Patrick's a very common name, and gift cards are a very common thing. Well, yep. So, okay. did you pick the Steelers or the Chiefs? I'm picking the Chiefs. I picked the Steelers. We, we went over that one. That's right. All right. So, the last game we're going to talk about is the... I feel like if the teams are even, I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think that's those are pretty even games. I'm going to go with Big Ben at home, especially with his home road splits. Like, he does. Definitely he going Big Ben at home. Isn't he? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I just went with the homie. Yeah. We're like friends. That's what I, I thought you said you weren't going to say that anymore. Oh, gosh. Shoot. I'm also going to stop cursing. By the way, if you want to give uh, us gift cards and you're comfortable doing so, just uh, DM me. I'm okay with yeah, that. I'll give my address. Especially it if it's water, food. But, you know. If you work at a restaurant and you want to give me food, I love that. <laughs> but if they love you, they if won't. For some you reason, food. you're a chef and you work at the Cheesecake Factory here in... Uh, in uh, the Miami area, I'm looking at you. Do you know who I'm talking to? Armando doesn't know who I'm talking to. I know to. exactly who you're talking to. <laughs> I wanted to say his name, but then I thought, I don't know if I can. He's my friend on uh, PlayStation Network, actually. Oh, what does he play? I don't know. We're, we're, I, when I was playing Spider-Man the other day, I saw he was playing the same thing. I was like, ah, look at that. Is Spider-Man- that game is great. Is it really that good? So good. So fun. I like Spider-Man for the PS1. That, that one was pretty good. Yeah, PS1, yeah. Um, all right, Colts and Redskins. <laughs> we almost made it through the episode, man. <laughs> so close. Um, Colts and Redskins. So the Colts, I'm... I, I, what am I saying? Adrian Peterson is a big... A, a, blah, blah, blah. Adrian Peterson is an impact player. They gave up 100 yards last week to the Bengals. Um, I think you have to start him as a running back two slash flex, and I feel comfortable doing it. Chris Thompson as well, like he looked really good last week. I know he's only gonna get twelve touches, but he's gonna do a lot with those yards, with those catches. Um, you're in on Peterson having another good game. Yeah, I think against the Colts, you gotta trade him. Yeah. Like, I suit, like another good game, and you have to move on from. Him. Like, listen to me, this is the Fred Jackson rule, guys. Old players don't last. Okay, like get the good games but out I think, of him and trade him away. I think he could have okay, trade him away. In the sense of he's not going to have more big games, but I think he's going to be very Frank Gore esque, right? Where you'll make it through the season with RB two ish numbers, right? Because every week you're getting something. Yes, and the big games he had early in the season are good, and I'm also predicting injury. Like old older players are more okay. prone to injury. 
that's a fact. Look at Aaron Rodgers. He's getting older. He's getting more injured. Like, off silly hits, he's getting injured. Like, just there's a chance he's going to get injured and his production is going to go down. That's just fact. That's what happens to older guys. Adrian Peterson is tradable. Get someone that is comparable to him and you'll be much better off for the long run. I'm looking weeks 14, 15, and 16. You want to win championship, you get rid of your older guys. Okay. Wow. Damn. That sounds a little ageist. What are you going to do, man? I mean, I held on to um, Aaron Rodgers last year, and I kind of messed up. Should have. I have a website that I look at that predicts uh, your chance of injury. Adrian Peterson's chance of injury for the 2018 season, 57.5%. That's pretty high. Yeah, dude. I'm not, I'm not making this shit up. I'm not making this stuff up. All right. Cool. All right. You do the Colts. Colts. Uh, listen, man, uh, I know uh, on our show prep here, it talks up a little bit about Jack Doyle, nine targets from last week, but he also had that fumble. And I think Eric Ebron looked pretty good. So I like the tight ends to be able to score here. I like the pass game as a whole because we really don't know what's going on with that run game. I think they're going to have to rely on throwing the ball. And I like me some Ebron. I like me some T.Y. Hilton. I was going to say, maybe I don't know about if Josh Norman is shadowing T.Y. Hilton, I would be a little more nervous. Might bump him down a little bit. I still have him in my top 10, but if, he, if he's being shadowed. He's not going to. Right? If he's, he might for some of the plays. Maybe it impacts him a little bit. But Right. I mean, if he's, if he's shadowed by Josh Norman, I think you're still starting T.Y. Hilton, but Ryan Grant will get a bump for me as well. Also, at this point in their careers, I think T.Y. Hilton's a much better player than Josh Norman is. I don't disagree with that. But still, like, it's still he's still one of the best corners in the NFL. Like, top 10. Yeah. Number 10. Let's just say 10. Eh, maybe. Love. I'll give it to you. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think he's in the top 10, but... And I'll let you have it. I think Jack Doyle's a buy low candidate. Like after that, after last game, okay. I think he's okay. he's. Well, I, don't do that. I don't disagree. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, wait, before we end the show, Mac Wilkins and Hines, Mac might play. I don't think you're starting any of them. And I don't, nope. I don't know how I feel about even rostering them. Like obviously hold on to Mac cause he's trade bait, but I got a whole bunch of, should I pick up this guy and drop up, drop Marlon Mack? And most of the time the answer was yes. I need to see him play before I drop him, but my gut tells me he's going to be useless because of that O-line. Not because of his talent, skills, or any of – that's not going against Wilkins or Hines. It's just that O-line is that bad. Like, they're not going to get a lot of holes to go through. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> holes. <laughs> to go through. <sighs> okay. Um, so that's the end of our show. show, Yeah. Uh, so for Christian Brito, I'm Armando Crespo. You can follow us at eat sleep FF on all formats. Me at thunder Crespo and Brito at C Brito fantasy. Correct. Damn. I'm fucking, I got way better at this shit. Dude, we need to fix your cursing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just, I'm rusty, you know, maybe next episode I'll tone down a little bit. Like I just need to get comfortable. Hi rusty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your shank rusty shank oh i don't know man all right good night everyone later yeah eat sleep fantasy you rocking with the best nfl fantasy football podcast we talking mock drafts running backs better follow the conversation with dale christian and armando screaming eat nation we doing what we like tune in every week guarantee we get it hype fantasy 
football enthusiast, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Woo. Uh -huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.